Hi, welcome to my Creative Life podcast by Nancy Miller. And today I wanted to read a few questions that I interviewed one of my good art teacher friends, Crystal Holman. Um, Crystal's an amazing artist. I feel like she's like the renaissance woman of today. And I mean, literally anything she does, she does it amazingly. She's been an art teacher and actually met her in art education when I was teaching elementary art. And I wanted to just kind of learn a little bit more about her um, and her art background. And so I really appreciate Crystal going ahead and answering these questions. So there's the 11 questions that I asked her that I answered last week. And so this is the first one. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? She says, my name is Crystal. I want to be an artist when I grow up. I'm just Crystal. Basically, I'm a very happy person, but I struggle with self-esteem issues and many times find myself withdrawing and physically pulling away so that I can protect myself from life. Whoa, that is a harsh answer to start this interview. Sorry for being so blunt, but I do try to be as truthful as possible when I talk with people. I'm 55 years old and I'm still growing as a person and as well as an artist. Even though I have, have actively been creating art for many years, I still feel like there's so much more that I need to know. I'm married to Lynn Holman. I have two grown children, Stephanie Joyner and Danielle Glisson. We have two wonderful grandchildren, Kaylin and Britt, and we're awaiting more grandchildren. Currently, I'm teaching elementary art at Brooklyn Elementary School in Bullock County, where I've been teaching for 21 years. When I'm not at school, you can usually find me creating art at home or working in the clay studio at the Roxy Rumley Center of the Abert Center for the Arts. My next question for Crystal was, describe the first time you remember making art. I remember that I kept my crayons in a cigar box. I can remember having a desire to draw, but I really cannot remember when I first made art. I can remember drawing as a child. I can remember how drawing made me feel happy and safe. However, I really did not think of my drawings as art, nor did I think of myself as an artist. Drawing has so much a part of my life that I don't remember when it all started. I'm sure my mom would be able to share many stories with you. I do have a very distinct memory of drawing under my mom's new kitchen table. I remember being amazed that my white crayon showed up on the underside of the table. I remember drawing a house, a tree, a blue sky, and a beautiful white clouds. My mom was not as happy with the drawing under the table as I was, but it has become a treasured memory about my artistic beginnings. My next question was, what is your favorite type of art to create? And here's Crystal's response. Oh, that's a tough question. I believe my favorite art would have to be painting, but I truly love drawing too. I find that no matter what art medium I use, I rely on my drawing skills as a foundation. And when I paint, I feel like I'm drawing with a paintbrush. It's so hard to choose my favorite type of art because I love working in so many different mediums. I also enjoy creating art in other mediums such as ceramics, pyrography, photography, pen and ink, wood carving, quilting, and... Well, I could keep listing. I just like to create art. My next question was, who are some artists that inspire you? Claude Monet is one that she listed. Albert Verstadt, Mary Cassatt, Paul Cezanne, Norman Rockwell, and my list could keep going. I'm inspired by master artists, but I also find inspiration from fellow artists like Nancy Miller, whom I also can call a friend. Thank you, Nancy. Next question I asked Crystal was, what inspired you to become an artist? The desire or the inspiration to become an artist comes from within. It's a feeling that's very difficult to put into words, but it seems to be truly who I am on a very subconscious level. 
My inspiration of being an artist is a truly spiritual experience for me. As I create art, I'm worshipping, and the art seems to create itself. I find myself standing in awe as I trust in a supernatural instinct to guide my creative decisions. My desire to make art and be creative is getting stronger. So I'm preparing for the day when I retire from public education and pursue my art interests full time. Sometimes I feel like my art journey is just getting started. The inspiration to be an artist is within me, and I'm so excited to see what lies ahead of me as I continue to grow as an artist. My next question was, what inspired you to become an educator? For so many years, I used my talents of drawing to make a living as a graphic designer and illustrator, but one day I felt very strongly that I was not using my talents for the right reasons. I had a fancy job titles, but I wasn't happy, so I went back to school to become an art teacher. This was a great turning point in my life. I found a confident person inside me that I didn't even know that was there. When I began to teach, I felt a sense of completeness because I was using my talents in a way that uplifted my students and adults. Watching the students discover their creativity is what inspires me each day. Helping students to face creative challenges is a blessing and an inspiration. Over the course of many years, I developed a curriculum to teach all students and to help all students enjoy the experience of creativity. My career in art education has had its ups and downs, but the experience of watching a student gain confidence and joy through art is an absolute joy and will always inspire me to share art with others. My next question was, how do you stay motivated to keep working as an artist? And this was Crystal's response, staying motivated is very hard to do. I'm so guilty of neglecting to set aside time to be an artist. And when I'm not creative, I tend to get a little grumpy. So one day I realized the importance of reserving time for my creativity. At first, it began with little steps like setting aside 10 minutes a day to work on an art project. It was a good plan to set aside time, but it was easy to fall back into old ways and sometimes I found myself making excuses. Many days I would walk by my easel and it was as if the painting was calling to me and then one day a change began. I realized that it was my responsibility to make art, a responsibility that is a privilege and not a burden. When I saw myself as a dedicated artist, I wanted to be responsible for pursuing my art interests. My best motivation comes from my spouse, Lynn, because Lynn understands and supports my artistic pursuits. He helps to assist me a set aside time for my art. I do so value the time creating. It is my time to refuel mentally, spiritually, and physically. Somewhere during my wonderful art journey, I've learned that I need to be an artist and I need to create. So to keep myself motivated, I make time for my art. I do not allow myself to make excuses. I look for ways to be creative each day. I count my blessings for this amazing gift that is in within me. My next question was, what are you currently working on? Crystal responded, I'm currently doing my lands many landscapes. I love to paint the sunshine as it illuminates the beautiful art within nature. I love the challenge of using cool and warm colors and creating an image on canvas that allows the viewer to feel as if they are part of the scene. I see each painting as a colorful puzzle and a wonderful learning experience. And Crystal, I asked Crystal, where is your favorite place to see art? I know you would probably assume that my response to this question would be an art gallery, but my favorite place to see art is in nature. I love to look at beautiful sunrises and sunsets. I call them sky paintings. I love how the sunlight glides your, guides your eye through the trees. I see beauty in the shadows and the many wonderful shapes that are found as you look around it in the natural environment. There are so many details in nature and it's constantly changing. 
Nature is like God's gallery, and I'm honored to try and capture some of nature's beauty on canvas. My next question, what's the most indispensable item in your studio? Crystal responded, oh, this is an easy question. The most indispensable item in my studio is my easel. I had an easel, but it was not quite what I needed, so I began to draw and design my own easel. My husband took my drawing and built the e easel exactly as I designed it. The easel is just perfect for me, and it accommodates many different sizes of canvases. When I'm between paintings, I love to look at the easel because I can see small strokes of paint from many different paintings, and it's as if the easel can tell the stories of all the canvases that it has held. And the last question I asked Crystal, and I, I stole this from Lewis Howie's off of his YouTube channel, and I just always love how he ended ends this his interviews and his podcasts with this question. So, at the end of your life, you've made all the art that you've wanted, and you've lived a full life. If there could be nothing left behind of your existence but a note you've written with three final truths, what would those truths be? And she, Crystal says, keep a close circle of family and supportive friends. A group of fr people who encourage you, but also a group of people who are willing to be truthful and hold you accountable. Two, believe in yourself. Always be looking for ways to grow and develop your creative interests. Three, be content with your life, but at the same time, be willing to work hard for the goals and the rewards that come with perseverance. And then Crystal ends it off with, thank you so much for allowing me to share a little of me with you. I hope the responses are not too long because I love to talk. I could have rambled on much longer. If you'd like to get in touch with Crystal about her work, please contact her at homeandfamily@bullock.net. Thank you, Crystal, for participating in this. I really enjoyed reading all your responses and just chatting back and forth with you. And I really would like to get to the point with these podcasts that I can have um, my friends actually interact. And so I'm working on that technology part of it. So it's a learning experience. And this is only podcast number two. So thank you for listening in on My Creative Life.